Not to self, recording from my parents' house is hard. <laughs> There's a very logical explanation for all this. a moment there didn't we abby <laughs> yeah we did we're still um, we're still a little bit in that moment i mean mm-hmm. you're not really like <laughs> what's the word what's the word uh incapacitated i am i've been taken down um the universe came for me sadly yes it's interesting so as you can tell from the audio this is not normal this is not a normal grace and abby situation <laughs> so as you can tell from the audio uh, we're not together. We are apart, which is honestly heartbreaking. But we've okay. been we separated. Didn't, like, we didn't break up. We didn't like nothing bad's happened. I just have COVID. Sadly, so that's bad. That I guess yeah. something bad happened. The bad thing is that I got coronavirus. Um, well, my dad got COVID. So my dad played a gig with a friend who had just been in New York, and then the friend got my dad sick, and then my dad got all of us sick. Um, no. And so I tested positive for coronavirus on um, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which is phenomenal that that happened. Uh, it was good. I've never cried so much on Christmas. Um, I also cried so much on Christmas. It was really? like related. It was like related, but also unrelated. Yeah. Like, like I was having a bad day already. And then I took a nap and I woke up to your text oh, that no. you were positive And I like called my mom to come upstairs and I was like uh you need to tell our aunt and uncle that they cannot come over anymore because I now have to go get tested but the good news is is that I tested negative that's so good it was so so Christmas mm, I feel like we should I'm just we should tell this story (laughs) because this story is just absolutely unhinged so my dad got sick he was sick on Tuesday And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, why is my father ill? You know, normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, Wednesday, I went over to stay at my boyfriend Brandon's. And I woke up on Thursday to my mom's, like, sprawling Facebook post about how badly she wishes she and my dad had gotten their boosters. And now my dad is sick and they're getting tested tomorrow. And I was like, wow, it would be great if I had heard any of this, like, when I was at their house. (laughs) So I'm, like, having this super stressed, like day Brendan and I are finishing out our Christmas shopping and I talked to my mom on the phone she's like well your dad was like definitely exposed I was like why did literally nobody tell me that (laughs) yeah also by the way I had seen I had physically seen her father on that Friday and then I saw Grace on Sunday as well Mm -hmm. because like it's the holidays and I graduated college on Saturday so everyone had like been over at my house it was such a mess I was like this is I can't believe this is happening (laughs) right now. Um, And so we like everything, everything came together. I took a a PCR test on the 23rd um, because my dad tested positive. uh, So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a PCR test. My boyfriend's going to take a PCR test. And then in the morning, I'm going to take a rapid test at my doctor's office. Um, So I take my PCR test and then I take the rapid test in the morning. And we have this really weird Christmas Eve where I'm kind of in a purgatory of like wrapping presents. And at this point, I think I'm going to probably just lock down with my boyfriend for the next 10 days. And then like, 
we we went to his parents' house and like sat on their porch and like spent like 40 minutes there and then spent like an hour on my back patio, everyone in masks and stuff. And <laughs> I um I at this point I have my my booster, so my mom is really certain that I'm not gonna get sick. And I'm like, yeah, but like I don't know, we'll see. So it's it's 8 p.m. We've just Brandon and I've just had this really like amazing, you know, weird COVID Christmas where I made us both like a white Russian. We're sitting down to watch a Christmas movie and I get my rapid test back and it's positive. And I literally fucking snapped. <laughs> like, like when I uh, say I was like, I cannot, how do I tell my friends that I have coronavirus on Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh no. So Brandon, I slept on the couch. Um, and then the morning I went home to my family and let everyone know. And it was like, uh, and then luckily like you and Chase and Talia and all of our friends, like their tests came back negative, which was a huge relief. But then it was like this purgatory of now I'm at home with my family. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I also, I went and got my test on the day after Christmas on, I think it was Sunday Mm -hmm. and I work, my work is six people total. So like if one of us gets COVID, then like we're all kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went and got a test on Sunday at like 11, I think, because that was the earliest appointment I could get. Oh, maybe it was like one or something. Um, and they were like, you'll get your results back either tonight or in the morning, like first thing in the morning. And I had to be at work at nine. So I'm like debating back and forth as to whether I should text my manager and like, let him know that I'm waiting for results or not. But I'm like, no, no, no. no. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be negative. So like, I'm not going to stress him out or worry him or anything. Cause he has enough on his plate already. Um, and then I, I go home and I take a nap and I take a lot of naps, been taking a lot of naps recently. <laughs> big, I love big that, napper. like the Abby timeline. <laughs> um, take a nap, wake up and, uh, I have my results back and it said negative. And I was like, Oh, thank fucking God. Cause if I had tested positive and we don't know when I was exposed, like all of my coworkers would have had to get tested. We would have had to shut down. Like it wouldn't have been good. So I go to work the next day and I'm like, guys, I had a COVID scare over the weekend. It was like, so it was not great, but like, I'm really glad I didn't expose any of you guys. And, uh, <laughs> I go home and then the next morning I come into work and my manager, his roommate had come into town that night and oh tested positive that night. So like he didn't expose any of us because he wasn't exposed to this roommate at all until like that night after work. But now he is quarantining for like the next 10 days and he is our manager. He's like the only one who knows everything that's going on. Right. Like he's, he's the big boss man. And, uh, he is sadly down for the count. I literally hate this. And, and it's hard because like, I mean, clearly, if you're listening to the last eight minutes, Abby and I take this really seriously and like yeah. I'm vaccinated. I have my booster. I work in performing arts. So like for the last mm-hmm. two months, I've been getting tested three times a week. Like <laughs> I just I really try to take this so seriously. So for the like for it to have been my household, that was like the exposure household. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And but what a I weird, uh, yeah, what a weird thing. Such a weird thing, but I I already said this to Grace, but I am so glad 
that it was Grace who potentially exposed me because she is going to be so much more responsible about it and is so much more responsible about it than like just a random person uh, like who isn't taking it seriously or like maybe one of my coworkers roommates or whatever. Like if I had gotten exposed to that, like it wouldn't have been taken care of nearly as well as you have taken care of it. So uh, I, it's just like, that's really nice, but also like texting your friends about exposing them <laughs> is truly like a really shitty text to send. <laughs> like I, I'd had a friend literally actually last new year's Eve, I was hanging out with a, my friend Luke. And then a few days later he texts me, he's like, Hey, just so you know, I just tested positive for COVID. And I like no. the mix of emotions being on the other end of that text versus now having to mm-hmm. send that text. I can't believe how long this has gone on. Like I, that was a year ago. I felt really bad too, because I was taking a nap. <laughs> I was oh. taking a nap when you sent the text and I didn't like receive it, like open it until two hours later. Uh, but like none of my family had come over or anything like that. It was just my, my immediate family. Um, like my extended family wasn't going to be there for like another hour. Uh, so thankfully that wasn't a, something we had to deal with, but I felt really bad because I didn't open your text for two hours. And I was scared that you were going to think that I was angry at you, but oh, I was, no. sim- I was simply asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love, no, that's okay. All this to say, that's why we haven't had an episode out for a while. <laughs> yes. That. And also, uh, Grace graduated. Um, and we've both been like crazy busy with our jobs just life stuff, you know, man, holidays, the holidays are a busy, busy, busy time. Um, and I think like by next year, you and I will both be like, we'll be better at this podcast thing by the time the next holiday season rolls around. Mm -hmm. But Oh my goodness. It was like kind of a lot to have just gotten this podcast, like kind of rolling and then have the holidays come. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And just like smack us in the face. Yeah. Um, I think once we both get like comfortable in our personal schedules, it'll be a lot better. Um, Like we used to go get coffee every single Wednesday, like after work. But then I, that was when I was working mostly part-time. And now I work like completely full-time, like a nine to five Monday through Friday. And so I have to like schedule that I'm leaving work early on Wednesday. So everybody in the office knows like on Wednesdays, I am leaving at four. Do not need anything from me after 4 p.m. on Wednesdays. (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just, I just started a new job in theater and it's super exciting, but I don't truly know what my week to week schedule is going to look like yet. Yeah. Um, I know it'll be mostly like a kind of a nine to five looking thing, but Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wish I I wish I could say exactly what it looks like. And it's been like a really weird shifty time. Starting a new job is hard when yeah. you've been just in school. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I guess that's a thing that I should talk about is like I uh dropped out of school for the semester this semester. Um, and I was just working part-time. I wasn't doing very good in my classes. I hadn't been doing very good in any of my classes for like the last year or so. And I was just like forcing myself to struggle through them. Um, and, uh, I just realized that it was just not worth it for me to pay all that money just to be like struggling through it, especially because I work in a field that uses my degree. And so I need to like actually no shit and like be learning things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just wasn't in a mental place to actually be learning. And I love school. Like I've always loved school. So to just not have any passion for it was really, really hurting me. So I dropped my classes for the semester. I'm going back this semester with, I'm taking one class. Yeah, That's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited. Although I, th- I think it's going to be really funny because it's a, it's a remote class, but it has weekly meetings like on Mondays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't register for this class until like really, really late. So it was one of the only ones that I needed for my degree that was still open for registration. So I didn't mm-hmm. have a ton of options. Um, but I knew that I needed either a remote or an online class just because of my work schedule. So it's a remote class. It meets Mondays and Wednesdays at noon. (laughs) So I am just going to be in my office on my like extended lunch break, like taking a Zoom meeting on women writers. And I love that. uh, That makes me so happy. It's going to be so much fun. I'm I'm really excited. A reminder for my phone that like that's what you're doing (laughs) at that time every like Monday and Wednesday at noon. Like that's just, that's adorable. <laughs> um, I, I'm super excited. We're starting. Um, so my job, I'm working as a financial director and company manager for a theater company. And so you are the spreadsheet bitch. I am the queen of the spreadsheets. And so I had a really great conversation with our um, financial consultant the other day, um, basically saying like, yeah, finance has never been like my strong suit, but I do love keeping things organized. So mm-hmm. like, I think I'll be good at this job. Um, I'm kind of like, I definitely think I got hired into this job because I have a really good skill in stage management and I have skill in, um, like creative management, yeah. but I don't think the, fi- like the finance side is all a learning curve. So today and yesterday I've built for myself, like the most, Virgo budget tracker thing for my own personal finance. And (laughs) I feel like I could not have prepared myself better for going in Monday and having to be in charge. Like, how do you even, how do you even do that of going in and being in charge of the books and the budgets for a massive theater company? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I, so I was, Grace and I did, uh, like a little, a board thing at, uh, Boise State. Uh, We were on like the Theater Majors Association board and I was the treasurer, (laughs) Um, which I forget a lot of the time. I forget that I did that uh, because I was so incredibly mentally ill at the time and I was so bad at my job. Um, But it was- You were bad at your job. (laughs) (laughs) And I love you and I've loved you for every moment. And there was a moment where I was like, Abby is just like, Abby needs space. <laughs> like, Abby, like, yeah. can't, like, that's how I felt the whole time we were on this board with like probably half the board. I was like, the thing is we can't ask this person to do their job right now. We're in a fucking pandemic. Everyone's yeah. depressed. Like no one is well. I, well, you weren't around for, uh, the first year that I did it. And the first year I did it, I was pretty good at it. Um, and then the second year just like threw me for a loop and I was, I was doing, I was doing so bad at it. I'll admit it. Um, yeah. Uh, it is, it is so fucking stressful to be in charge of like a huge group's finances. Yeah. Well, and like making, making something that you really love and are passionate about. And I can also see how, well, the, the club that we were working on the board of was just such a drama, like a powder keg of drama. And uh, yeah, <laughs> to be on the numbers side of that drama, I am very impressed by your ability to have done it. I could not have. Um, it was, I think, truly 
honestly, the most stressful moment of that job, this is actually a really fun story for me to tell. So, um, the, this club goes on like kind of a field trip type of thing to like a national theater conference every year. And, 90% of the treasurer's job throughout the year is planning how we're going to get to that conference. Like I had to apply for grants. I had to like through the school, I had to uh, book tickets. I had to interview people for scholarships. I was just doing like most of the planning, like the entire year for that trip. And I had help. Like there were people helping me. Um, Like I had somebody help me work on the grant um, and I had, and like present it. And then I had, uh, I think you helped with the interviews. Were you there for the interviews? I I was there for interviews, which was such a fucking stressful thing too. Oh my God. Yeah. That was so stressful. Like, so basically we give out scholarships to students who can't afford to go on the trip, like by themselves. Um, like we will cover the cost of their trip, but we can only cover so many students, like with the budget that we have. So we have to interview our peers and determine and who am I to, like yeah determine yeah. the worth of my peers like and whether they're worth the money to go to this like national theater conference that can like actually genuinely change your life and change your career path um yeah it was it was very stressful so so uh i plan out this whole thing i was not going on the trip so when everybody left for the trip i had assigned the other board members, like very specific jobs. Like I was like, okay, you are in charge of this group of people and you are in charge of this group of people. And like, if anything goes wrong in terms of finances, like you need to contact me and like, we need to talk to like this person about this. Um, it was just a very long, arduous process. Um, and so I had just started dating my boyfriend at the time who literally just walked in with Thai food. Hi. Um, but so I just started dating him and, uh, everybody leaves to go on this, this conference to, uh, Colorado in the middle of winter, by the way, um, (laughs) they're flying in February, they're flying there. And, uh, I, the flight was like pretty early in the morning. Um, but I like went to sleep that night and I was like, I felt good about it. Like I was going to sleep knowing that like everybody on the trip was in good hands with the other board members. And I wake up the next morning to just the biggest shit storm of texts I've ever seen or experienced in my entire life because they canceled like all of the flights, like the entire group of people was spread across two different flights and they had canceled one of them. They had canceled the later one. The earlier one had like gotten to Colorado already. Um, and we also had to coordinate bus times because nobody has a car there. Right. And it's a big group of people. So they provide bus transportation, transportation from the airport to the university, but you have to book it in advance. Um, like based on the time that you're arriving at the airport So I'm fucking panicking because if they miss this flight, they're going to miss the bus. And like we had given enough bumper room for like, like about two or three hours of bumper room between like the flight landing and like when the bus was supposed to leave, because we knew there were going to be problems, but we didn't know that the problem was going to be them stuck at the airport for like 12 fucking hours. Like they did not arrive in Colorado until like that night, I believe like 8 PM or something like that. Well, And I don't remember who texted me at this time, but I knew this was happening 
Um, and so at this time I'm in London. <laughs> yes. Grace um, is literally across the ocean. <laughs> and I just remember feeling like, oh my God, like yeah. that is because I was, I was on the board. I was helping, like, this is a complicated time in my life because everything had just gotten so messy right before I left for um, Connecticut and London. But <laughs> I remember <laughs> somehow it got through the grapevine to me and I just, my heart, I was like, these poor like motherfuckers like this yeah. is so hard <laughs> so like, i how do, you, how do you fix a plane that's not going to take off like literally like there was nothing i could do and also like the way that we had to purchase plane tickets was such like it was such a a roundabout process and like you literally could not just like use like a credit card to buy new tickets. Like we had to make sure that the flights were getting switched without any extra charge. And that was so stressful. Um, and thankfully uh, our very, very good friend, Michael um, was the president of the board at the time. And he is very good under pressure. He's I would say he's it. incredible under pressure. Um, so anyway, I went to sleep at uh, my now boyfriend's house uh, that night, like as they were going to take off in the morning and I wake up to this like shit storm of texts and I'm like fucking panicking. And he has to like calm me down from a panic attack because I'm like, literally, what do I do? Like this is entirely out of my hands. So yeah. I yeah. think that's such a nice story because <laughs> I mean, it's not nice, but like, I think it's interesting because I've been trying to, my silly little Virgo brain is trying to find the theme of this episode, because if you've noticed, we're just basically shooting the shit and kind yeah, of wrapping yeah. up our year and talking about our next year and talking about the future and the past and all the things in between it. And I do think like the, the ability of a boyfriend to have to calm down a high achieving um, partner is one <laughs> of those things that just really, I find incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, and the, it almost that thinking about chase calming you down in this situation that you just can't control that those planes didn't take off Abby. Like that's just not and something we, you had power over. We had been seeing each other for maybe a week at that point. Like it wasn't like we were a couple of weeks into dating. We had literally <laughs> just started like seeing each other. It was like not official or anything at all yet. It was just, yeah, I, I was nope. amazed. Well, it reminds me of Brandon having to, from the other couch, because we're in masks, and um, <laughs> I just got a positive COVID test, try to calm me down from a panic attack as I'm, like, crying. I cried. There's a picture somewhere on my phone, but I cried, like, these, these like, round, uh, like, wet spots into my mask <laughs> because I was, like, crying and I was wearing this mask um, <laughs> and, like, having to just having to move through those averse situations with a partner is I'm really glad I wasn't in it alone, but yeah. And I also find it so funny that you and I both now have like memories in our phone, like next year, it's going to be one year ago today of pictures of both of us crying on Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> That's so funny. And like um, ah, New Year's is a hard holiday for me. So it's New Year's Eve when we're recording this. I'm thinking I'll have it edited and we can release it on New Year's Day, if not the second. Yes. But New Year's is a really hard holiday for me. I've had more bad New Year's than I've had good New Year's. <laughs> um, yeah. I've tended to just like get, I think my life tends to come to a head at very um like 
I don't know why my life is like this. I don't know why this is the way it works, but a lot of times it feels like this is the most like picturesque TV show way this could go. Like, Mm -hmm. of course this is happening on Christmas and New Year's because this is the Christmas episode of my life. And yeah, (laughs) New Year's bad. New Year's is a bad holiday. It's a hard holiday. And it's always, I've just had so many New Year's where it's turned out so gnarly or I've been so sad and drunk somewhere that I didn't want to be sad or drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that, and so I'm happy to, I'm happy to be talking to Abby today. (laughs) (laughs) I I am also glad that we are in a way spending this, this new year's Eve together. Um, I am going to spend the rest of my night uh, drinking wine and uh, watching TV with my boyfriend. And that is my ideal new year's Eve. Um, I spent a similar new year's Eve like two years ago. I think it was 2020. New Year's Eve with our friend Pua. And it is probably the most memorable New Year's Eve I've had. Um, and all we did was order Domino's pizzas, uh, like just one for each of us, and sit on the couch and watch G Force and go to bed at 10 30. Oh, so yeah. Yep, yeah, that's kind of what Brandon and I have. I bought a bottle of tequila and we're gonna make tequila sunrises and watch <laughs> a movie and go to bed by 10 because he's still not feeling great. I love that. I love that you guys are a cocktail couple. Like you actually, you like really put in the effort to make like really nice drinks and Chase and I are just like, we will buy a case of ciders or a bottle of wine. And that is all. (laughs) It's funny because so Brandon and I's first, like, so our first date, we got coffee. Oh, I'm telling like my first date story. That's so sweet. Um, but my, so I met Brandon at Abby's 21st birthday party, actually. Fuck yeah. It's a fun story. And we, we did kiss. Um, so I was kind of, we'd been texting for a few days. And so we got a coffee and then at this coffee we got, he's like, so like, have you eaten? And I was like, no. And I kind of panicked because I thought we were just going to go on a coffee date. And he's like, well, how about we go get dinner? <laughs> and I was like, ah, So we got dinner and I still haven't told Abby that I like, I still haven't talked to Abby about this because, (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't know like what was going to happen. And I I learned my lesson about like boys you meet at your friends' parties, like don't make a deal out of it until like there's a deal to be made out of it, you know? Yeah. And when you texted me about it, I think you were also a little bit nervous to tell me that you were dating one of my like high school friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know him that well either. Like now that I know Brandon, I'm like, that's so funny that I was nervous about that (laughs) because he and I are really well suited for each other. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's Um, like, it's like the match that I didn't expect, but is like so perfect. Yeah. He's yeah. We're well, we're just like a well-suited couple. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like we balance it out well, but okay. So this, the next time we hung out was I went over to his house and I brought a bottle of wine. Um, And like, I really like sweet wines. I like Moscato because I'm like a silly little white girl um, (laughs) here with my Moscatos. Um, And so I bring a bottle of like my favorite Moscato and we share this bottle of wine. And I'm I'm starting to learn that Brandon's like a huge lightweight. So, oh yeah. So I'm not like intoxicated. He's like having a great time. We're watching Treasure Planet and he's like, would you like a really shitty old fashioned? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this 
guy is so drunk and he's going to make me a, a cocktail right now. And I think that's the start of us being a cocktail couple. Um, and he made this old fashioned and I wish the story could end there, but he had like a glass, like cocktail shaker and he broke it. Like he like broke the glass and like cut his hand trying oh to make it. And then he like tried to pour it over ice. And I was like, that is broken glass over ice. Like what? <laughs> what are you doing i actually um, have not heard this story before so this is really yeah, funny he like bled and like he bled into the whiskey and i was like i'm literally not gonna drink that he's like no 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 it's good and i was like please don't drink that like just <laughs> another one so like we had old fashions and um that was that was our that's the beginning of grace and brandon being a cocktail couple <laughs> you know actually i kind of have a, a story of how chase and i became a, a bottle of wine couple um yeah. so, so uh we had been like seeing each other for like a week a couple weeks something like that um and he invited me over to his house and he was like uh i'm gonna cook dinner is there anything like specific you want i was like no just like make whatever um so he made spaghetti um, oh. and like garlic bread and, uh, salad and stuff like that. It was really nice. Um, and like, he had a candle on the table. It was oh, very geez. sweet. Uh, and I was not expecting that at all. I was not expecting, uh, to go over to his house to like a full table set up. It was very sweet. Um, and he had also gotten a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. uh, and he, did not realize that he and his roommates at the time did not have a wine bottle opener, like a corkscrew. (laughs) Um, And he had bought a bottle of wine with a cork. And he was like, I've never run into this problem before because usually I buy the twist off kind. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, relatable. (laughs) Um, And he was like, okay, well, fuck, like this is the only wine I have. And I, I was really excited to like, uh, drink some wine and eat some spaghetti and I was like uh well what can we do so we're like trying to open this bottle of wine like <laughs> without a corkscrew and he's like he like screwed a screw that he found into the top of it and was like trying to pull it out with pliers um and then I think we eventually boy. we eventually just ended up uh like pushing the cork into the bottle, which is not like the best way to go. Cause then you have like cork in the bottle. It's not great, but like we're college students. I don't really think <laughs> any of us care that much about wine. Um, and in the process of attempting to open this bottle of wine, uh, he also burnt the bread. Um, oh. So, and now whenever we like want to have a night, that's not just like, watch tv and go to bed night like we want to kind of stay up and like enjoy each other's company like we go get a bottle of wine like that's our little like special treat for each other so that's so sweet brandon (laughs) and i (laughs) that's just so sweet (laughs) we um um flying back but brandon's a whiskey guy and i am a tequila girl Um, all the way a match it's it's like star-crossed lovers Um, and I wasn't always a tequila girl at one point. I didn't know what kind of girl I was, but now I know, um, I am a tequila girl. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, one time we were, oh my God, wait, we were with by icon, Robert McFarlane. Oh um, my God. In downtown Portland, uh, on a vacation. And my friend Robert is just one of my dearest friends from like high school love that um, kid 
and he he and Brandon and I were like yeah we'll grab a drink Robert's never met this new boyfriend of Grace's like we'll go um have a drink and I think I've told Abby this story before but it it begs retelling so we go to this (laughs) bar and there's like this cool like clearly like kind of fruity bartender girl and Robert is smitten because she's like a skater girl and Robert is like oh my gosh (laughs) and Brandon is like the thing about Brandon and Robert is their friendship should not work, but it truly does. It like does. Brandon is so straight laced and Robert is so like goofy. Yeah. But they bring out their each other's like goofiness in such a nice <laughs> way. So so Brandon's kind of egging, egging Robert, you know, on. And w- I order my uh, tequila sunrise. Brandon orders his nice old fashioned. And he's like the kind of guy who goes to a bar and is like picky about which whiskey they use, you know, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to try that one um, in my old fashioned. He's also a a coffee snob for anyone wondering. Oh, he's a huge coffee snob. I feel like coffee and whiskey snobs are similar kinds of guy. Yeah. Um, So, so uh, Robert's like, I'll just have, what do you normally have to this bartender? And she's like, "Um, I mean, I just usually have a vodka soda. And Robert's like, I'll have that then. And so she gives him this vodka soda and we get out and we're like sitting outside um, talking and, and Robert takes like one sip of this vodka soda and he's like, I need a beer. <laughs> like, I do not like vodka or soda water. He's like, this was terrible idea. Oh my God. Like, oh no, man. So I drink his um, vodka soda. Brandon gets me another round of tequila sunrise. I literally, like, I think I've had, like, four drinks, but the tequila sunrises were so strong, so I'm having such a great time, and Robert has had his beer, and poor Brandon's the designated designated driver, so we go on this walk through downtown Portland, um, I'm drunk, and <laughs> um, I lost my mask at one point, like, my face mask, and I was like, Brandon, like, where is my mask, and I'm like, I've kind of come unwound over losing my mask, and he's like, oh my god and I'm like what and he's like we need to get you back to the hotel huh and I was like where is it and he's like it's on your face like he's like you're wearing it and I was like no (laughs) anything but that (laughs) um and so that's my other cocktail story that is so fucking funny oh my god I have heard that story before but it's still so funny um (laughs) I my greatest moments I I do think I should tell the story of how you and Brandon met uh, from my perspective, because it's so fucking funny. It is so funny. Um, So my 21st birthday, my birthday is August 8th. Um, I, yes, I am a Leo. Um, (laughs) I have three Leo placements, in fact. Uh, And, uh, but the day after my birthday, Chase was getting like, Uh, like an outpatient surgery, but still a surgery. So like he couldn't drink the day before, like we couldn't really celebrate that much. So he's like to make up, make it up for you. Like it's your 21st birthday. Like I'm going to throw you a birthday party. Um, And his parents were going to be out of town that weekend as well. uh, And they offered to let us do it at their house because we usually like dog slash house sit for them. if They go out of town. Um, so we're holding it at like his parents' house, which is like a pretty big house, like in the suburbs. And we're all just like (laughs) drunk college kids in this house (laughs) that we like have free reign over now. (laughs) Um, and Abby and Chase's six bedroom home. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and so I, I, 
am trying to keep pace with my friend Ashley. And Ashley can drink so much harder than I can. Um, I am a huge lightweight and I know that I'm fully aware of it. I don't know why I didn't think that (laughs) I didn't think that there would be consequences to my actions, but I'm just taking shots of like pink Whitney and jello shots and stuff like that. Like probably one every like 30 minutes, probably, (laughs) probably faster than that. But I also have like some disgusting concoction of like random mixed alcohol in my like a cup that I'm drinking out of and everybody there I trusted so it wasn't like just like random liquids that could possibly be bad for me it was all just like uh it was like fine but it was just gross that I was drinking this like combination of whatever it was so Grace shows up to the party and Brandon is immediately like Oh my God. So he's like walking up to me. He's like, he's like, who is that? I'm like, Oh, that's my friend Grace. And he was like, is she single? And I was like pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. She's single. He's like, she's really cute. (laughs) And I'm like, all right. Okay. I see what's up, Brandon. So I'm like, I'm egging him on to like, go talk to Grace and like, Uh, I don't really know what's going to come out of it. I'm just like, I feel like this would be, this would be good. This would be good for both of them, you know? Um, And so the party continues. And at one point I go upstairs to use the bathroom because the one downstairs was uh, occupied and I find Brandon sitting on the stairs and I, (laughs) and I very Brandon content. And I sit down on the stairs next to Brandon. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, Grace is really, really pretty and really, really nice. And I really like her. And I was like, Did, well, you, you got her number, right? He had, he had gotten hit your number on his arm already. I'm like, you're in bud. Like, like that's it. And he's like, is this okay? Like, is it, is it okay if I like go out with your friend? Um, and he's also like going through some emotional stuff. So I'm like talking him up and like, like, yeah, like, this is great. Like pep talk. I am like blasted at this point. Um, I do not remember, like, I remember half of this pep talk. I don't remember anything I said. Um, I just remember that it worked. Uh, so I go upstairs to use the bathroom. I come back downstairs and Brandon's still on the steps, but he's with Chase and, uh, they're just like chatting and (laughs) Chase puts a cowboy hat on my head as far as I remember. And I go downstairs and according to everybody else at the party, these events were like, spread pretty far apart from each other (laughs) but in my mind they happened very quickly i go downstairs with cowboy hat on my head come on eileen is playing i dance to come on eileen my boyfriend is out in the yard so i go out to find him because i'm drunk and i'm like boyfriend now uh and (laughs) i go outside i like say hi to some people i'm like i'm like fuck i gotta sit down so i sit down (laughs) And that was my downfall, (laughs) the fact that I sat down. Um, And I then proceed to throw up in a bucket. Uh, (laughs) And then after that, I spent the next three hours, probably three and a half hours, throwing up into a bucket. By the way, it was 1030 at this point. (laughs) 
I spend the next three hours throwing into a bucket, throwing up into a bucket while people from the party, like the party is continuing, uh, which I'm not mad about. I am glad that everybody had a good time um, while I was laying on the ground on a pool, pool. on a pool floaty. I'm laying on a pool floaty, throwing up into a bucket (laughs) (laughs) and people are just like coming outside to like pat my head or like say hey to me (laughs) like and I'm fully conscious like I I remember talking to people and I remember like being super embarrassed by it but of course I'm I'm just so drunk that I can't do anything about it and then like three and a half hours later I somehow managed to crawl into the house and (laughs) go to sleep Um, but I wake up the next morning uh, to a text from Brandon telling me that he had gotten your number which I already knew Um, and then I also have a text from grace. Uh, oh wait, sorry. I got, I got things switched up. Um, I have a text from grace, uh, telling me that, uh, she gave her number to Brandon, which I already knew. And then I also have a text from Brandon telling me, informing me that he and you had made out the night before, (laughs) (laughs) which I then later learned it, that it was like a 30 second kiss. <laughs> it's so like, funny. It's and just, it's still a point of contention in our relationship. It's so very sweet that <laughs> that that was such an important moment that he like he was like, I have to tell Abby that I made out with a girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From my point of view, I get to this party and I think Brandon, so Abby opens the door and she's like, I'm already pretty drunk. I think that's what you said to me is like, yeah, oh, probably, I'm already pretty yeah. drunk. And I was like, oh, rad. I was designated driving because I had another party to go to that night, like a cast party. And I had our friend Talia with me and we go in and like, we're in the kitchen. It's in the, ki- the party's still in the kitchen phase of the party, you know, yes. um, where everyone's standing in the kitchen. I see Brandon like first. Um, and I'm like, oh, he's cute. Um, but clearly he does not like women. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm like, this must be Abby's, like, gay friend or something. But he and I hit it off, and I I was like, oh, but he's funny. And we hit it off because I was like, yeah, I just came from a performance of Midsummer, like, Midsummer Night's Dream I was stage managing. He's like, I was in that in high school. I was like, which character? So, you know, we're talking about theater, being nerdy and shit. And <laughs> um, I think, like, like, 10, 15 minutes later, Talia's like, so when are you getting that cute boy's number? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I don't think, like, he, I think, I don't think he and I are, like, compatible, you know? Like, <laughs> I think he's gay as hell. Um, Talia does not believe me. So she does his full star chart. She, like, pulls up his, she's like, hey, where were you born? When were you born? Mm-hmm. What time? Um, so... So she does his full star chart. She determines we're com- we are compatible, in fact. Um, <laughs> and um, it, and then you come downstairs with your cowboy hat, and everyone's oh. dancing to "Come On Eileen," and she's um, or Brandon's across the room, and I think he's probably talking to Caitlin or someone. Like he's being scolded for being so flirty. And at some <laughs> point, it comes up that my first kiss is someone you knew from one of your jobs. Um, and we say his name and we're like, yeah, Nick, like Nick was my, yeah. Like I kissed him. Um, and Brandon comes up to me and he goes, who's Nick. And he like looks me 
in the eyes so earnestly. And I'm like, um, a guy I kissed in high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and then we, he tr- sings, come on, I lean in my face, like really aggressively. Um, oh boy. This is, this is a lost part of the story for me. This is like, I'm hearing this for the first time <laughs> that I, um, that I had this so, conversation. So- about an hour and a half later, Abby's out on the pool floaty. I say goodbye to Abby. I say, I go to say goodbye to Chase. And I'm like, hey, will you tell Abby I said goodbye? He's like, nah, she can hear you. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Chase. So I say goodbye to Abby. Talia and I are leaving. And Brandon's laying on the ground. And I've kind of not left his side like the whole night, you know? And Talia's like egging me on. She's like, you literally have to. She's like, well, what she said is like, you have to fuck him. She's like, you have to take him to the bathroom right now and, and fuck his brains out. <laughs> I was like, ah. so I'm like, I'm going to find the middle ground. So I, he's laying on the ground. I'm like, hey, you. And I like pointed at him and I was like, could you walk me out now? And so he stands up, he walks me out and I'm like, Talia, I'll meet you at the car. So Talia goes and stands by my car and I'm like, hey, I you should give me a call tomorrow. I think you've got my number. And he's like, yeah, I've noticed. And then I was like, yeah. And then he's looking at me and he goes, do we get to make out now? (laughs) And I was like, Brandon. (laughs) And I said, maybe a kiss. And we kissed, but we did not make out. Like there was not tongue. Like we weren't, we were vertical, not no funny business. It was just a kiss. Yeah. Um, but the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. Um, I also find it really funny that Talia suggested that you go fuck him in the bathroom that has uh, like a sign in it that says there is no plan B in life or something <laughs> like that. And I, every time I see that sign, it's so funny. Um, yeah, that's my Ugh, that's I my adore. addition to the story. I think our stories are so funny. I hope people are entertained by these because I find these so lovely. <laughs> Yes, I think so too. I I do really hope people are entertained by these because I think it would be fun to do like a little like chatty podcasts every once in a while. We don't we don't always have to be serious talking about movies. Just like a highlights reel. (laughs) Yeah, highlights reel of 2021. We talk about our opinions, and I think we're both very smart people and very good at like separating out work from life. But yeah, we are not just like coworkers. We're good friends, and we have like a life that I feel like contextualizes a lot of our, our thoughts. Um, at, like we, we live a life together as friends, as well as, as people who make a podcast together. So it's kind of yeah. fun to share that. Yeah, it is. It is fun to like slowly reveal our own backstories to people, <laughs> to yes. the listeners, to the listeners who do not know us personally and have heard all of these stories probably like a thousand times before. <laughs> our poor friends who are like, if literally, if anyone tells us the story about Grace kissing Brandon for the first time, <laughs> I w- <laughs> poor Caitlin has <laughs> heard this story from like five perspectives. Oh yeah. Caitlin has heard all of the perspectives. Caitlin knows all the tea all the time. I love I her. I adore her. She's our Aries queen. Yes. So Abby, because I think at some point I do have to go have dinner with my family, I guess talk to me about, this has been a really awesome year. And I'm wondering with who's your mommy, what's our, what are, what are things you're looking forward to going into a new year of mommying? Going into a new year of mommying? Like, is this related to the podcast or just like mommy business in general? Maybe some of each. 
Okay. Well, I'm, I am really excited to go into the new year with like a, a cool project that I'm working on because I don't, I, since I, I kind of like informally quit theater formally and informally um, earlier this year. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would, I could be convinced to go back to it, but like right now I'm happy without it. Like it's a good break. Um, and so it's really nice to have a creative outlet and like something that I'm working on and that like every week I get to research a new movie and I love movies and TV shows. So it's like not even work for me. It's just like fun, creative stuff. Um, so I'm really excited for this project. Uh, and I think it's going to be really fun to see just like, like, I don't really even have any expectations for us for this year. It's honestly just that I just want to keep creating content and, uh, talking about things that I love and I don't really care who listens to it or if anybody listens to it. It's just, I'm enjoying it and you're enjoying it. And I think we can do it until we, we stop in actively enjoying it, you know? Yeah. Well, and I feel so proud of the two episodes we have created. Like every time I'm like, God, this is hard. It's also like, I'm so proud of this, the work we have done. And like, I want to keep doing it because it's been really wonderful for me to get to like, talk about these thoughts I have, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like weirdly cathartic. It's just, you and I are both people who like to talk and we talk to each other all the time. Like Grace and I are talking like constantly throughout the day. (laughs) And so but I also think that we are too funny to for it to just be between the two of us. I agree. <laughs> um, so it's just like really fun to be able to like put our thoughts out into the world and just see just see what people think, you know? There are so many moments of our life, Abby, where I'm like, this is comedy gold. Like someone yes. snatched this up. Like the other day. I accidentally texted the wrong person asking for nudes. Like that is my life. This is my lived experience. And <laughs> some <laughs> and I didn't say like, hey, can I have like like I was texting, I was trying to like Brandon and I were FaceTiming. I was trying to get him to stop talking about bikes. <laughs> so I tried to just say send nudes to him. Like that's all I typed. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> like, why does that happen to me? Like, oh my god yeah I that's... love that why is this our life though Abby like we have to share it with someone <laughs> I truly truly we do um well and like I was at the theater the other day and like this um younger actress who I think is just like really talented and really smart and like someone who I'm really impressed of and proud of um she comes up to me. She goes, oh, my gosh, is that Grace Ward of the Who's Your Mommy podcast? She's like, oh I've listened to God. both episodes. Like, I thought they were so fun. I like them. Like, it's amazing to me the positive feedback we've received with just two episodes and like, what, 40 people listening. Like, yeah, I'm proud of us. And I'm thankful I'm, for this. I am so proud of us. Um, we did. We did apply for a little something, something, um, waiting to hear back about that. That is something that is really exciting to me that I, I really, really do want to get into. Um, and I, I'm like, it could go either way. Like we could get into this or we could be rejected and I will probably be pretty disappointed if we get rejected. So hopefully but it's worth the coming. risk and I'm proud of us. Yeah. And we, we both spend so much time like working on this like we both spend so much time writing and uh like taking the other day so we were going to do a christmas episode um and then just stuff got in the way 
And Mm -hmm. I spent that night that we were going to, like the night before we were going to record, watching (laughs) The Happiest Season, the uh, Kristen Stewart lesbian uh, Christmas movie, because I have a lot of feelings about it. And Mm -hmm. I took three and a half pages, like full front and back pages of notes on that movie. (laughs) What a loss. I'm so... I I do hope that we can record that eventually because I, I, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that movie. Well, and I have a lot of thoughts on um, the classic Christmas movies, Um, Rudolph and Santa Claus is coming to town and the structure of them and the way women um, are portrayed in them. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I just, I can't wait to have like, uh, I can't wait to talk about so many films. Yeah. I'm excited I, to talk about Anastasia and Fern Gully. Um, oh yeah, I'm excited for Fern Gully mostly because I haven't ever seen it, but I used to so see weird. I used to see ads for it, like the previews on other VHS tapes that I had growing up as a kid, and I always wanted to watch it. It was one of my favorites as a child, and then rewatching as an adult, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? But Fern Gully is a super interesting movie just in where it's placed in animation history and like um, Robin Williams is in it and like there's a lot to talk about with that. I'm so excited for Fern Gully. I am. I'm just so excited for everybody who listens to us to just to hear what we have coming in the new year because we have a massive list of stuff that we want to talk about movies we want to talk about and it grows every single day like we yep. will text each other just randomly throughout the day and be like we need to make an episode about this <laughs> and then like write it down on our little notes app and it's, and it's just, always a yes and it's always a yes like I will send Grace a suggestion that I like that I want to make an episode about that I'm like I don't know that she'll be into this and it's like oh yeah fuck yeah like we have to make that episode you, it, I mean, because there's just always something to talk about, especially with stuff from like 2000 to 2010. I'm fascinated by that era of media. It's mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous to me. <laughs> and I'm um, super fascinated by like 90s movies. So yeah. And so between be the, that, we've got 20 years worth of material. Oh, yeah. And like yeah, eventually, yes. eventually I'd love to talk about some TV shows as well um because i am nothing if not a tv show connoisseur um and tv and you are as well you love you live your life around a a tv show structure which i absolutely adore um and so 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 i'm really excited just to keep talking about stuff that we're passionate about um i'll i'll get into some general mommy business um oh yes I, I'm excited for this year uh, just because I have been, so I, I've talked about it kind of earlier in the podcast, but I've been very mentally ill for like the last two or so years of my life, um, which is a very unfortunate because that's how long my relationship has lasted. Um, so I've been mentally ill for most of it, which really frustrates me because I haven't been able to experience life and relationships and like being fully conscious in the world for like the last two years. Mm-hmm. And I recently got uh, finally medicated with like the medications that I actually need. I like, I got uh, an Adderall prescription, um, which I was like the key to success for me. I literally don't know how I lived for so long and got anything done without, <laughs> without that drug. I have literally no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 
I genuinely do feel like I'm experiencing life for the first time consciously as an adult. Like I feel like I've been in a fog for like the last two years and I'm finally like seeing things clearly. And so it's very exciting for me to go into a new year. Like um, 2021, end of 2021 was fantastic. Great. Lovely. I loved it. Yeah. Um, January through May, just a shit show for me. It was just absolutely horrible, which, uh, <laughs> uh, coincidentally are the months that I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just, I'm just so excited to start a new year feeling clear-minded and feeling like fresh and renewed. Um, I bought this really, really, really cool, uh, planner slash like journaling notebook. I'm really excited about it's called an unbound planner, I believe. Um, that sounds cool. And it's, uh, like you set goals throughout the year and then it like has you check in with yourself on those goals and like there's mindfulness prompts every week and all that kind of stuff. And I'm so excited to combine like journaling into my daily planning and then have like a full year's notebook, uh, just full of everything that I did that year that I can just look back on and remember like, Oh, in January I was doing this in February. I was up like up to this shit, like, and like podcast stuff and like, like being able to like write down goals for the podcast, like in my planner and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, I guess awesome. this is I'm just so proud of you. This is just me talking about how excited I am for my new planner that's coming in the mail on Monday. <laughs> you know what? Like those are the things though that like keep us moving. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm proud of you. My um my general mommying for 2022. I I don't know. I came into this year like in a really really unhealthy relationship, and I think like I've not been as lonely in my life as I was last New Year's Eve. Like it was one of the hardest, loneliest days of my life. And I'm God, like April on of this year has just felt like I've been growing and getting like better. And like, I'm so like, I feel like my growth in the last year has been something I'm so proud of. Like, I feel like I'm becoming like the version of myself I've really wanted to be. I'm getting closer. I'm still far away from her, but oh my gosh like I'm just like really proud of that and so now I think as I'm starting to be more of the like boss bitch I've always wanted to be one of the biggest things I've had to like really get in line is my personal finances and like I said having a job in the finance part of art is has made me think about this so much more in the last few weeks but I'm so I'm so excited about like the budgeting and the savings and the like investing and those things that I've been really like learning how to do in the last few weeks and uh, carrying those into 2022. My budget for the next year, I'm so proud of. I'm not going to finish this year with $26 in my bank account. And I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Like, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> do you have $26 in your bank account right now? uh yes no comment <laughs> that is all um <laughs> the the document is titled grace will not finish 2022 with 26 dollars in her bank account i love that i'm obsessed with that <laughs> i uh 
Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm learning. And I think like financial wellness is something that we don't teach young people and especially we don't teach young women. And I'm starting to realize that because I was never good at like math, I didn't think that finance was ever something I could have a good head for, but I actually am like great at it. (laughs) And I'm so like, it feels like I've made a huge discovery and thinking about going into like theater management and producing oh my gosh, knowing how finance works, fucking incredible. I'm super excited about it. Big resume item. Big resume item. Daddy level, no, no, no. Mommy level resume item. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy level resume item. Speaking of mommy level resume items, um, I, my, my work as well, I'm really excited for. Um, I have kind of a, a job in like the, the geeky tech sphere world. Um, but I don't do any kind of like tech stuff. I'm an admin. Um, and, uh, I, every single day do something new that I'm like, I can, I can put that on my resume. Like (laughs) it's, it's so crazy to have like big girl desk job and you like do stuff every day that you're like, Oh my God, I am proficient in Excel. (laughs) Yep. I'm a, I was, I mean, a big moment for my boyfriend works in engineering and a big moment for me today was calculating the fact that I'm going to make more than him. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. I was like, well, that's cool. I'm going to take you out to dinner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something I've been dreaming about since we started dating. Cause I just, I have been not working. I've been finishing school for the last like few months and I've been so frustrated with having to have Brandon like take buy food every time we go out to eat or, Mm -hmm. you know, having Brandon pay for gas. He paid for my gas the other day. And I was like, this makes me want to barf. I want to be financially Uh, independent. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, I feel like I've been manifesting it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's also one of my goals for this year. Um, especially having big girl job. Now I was a barista for four years, uh, and you don't make like any money as a barista, especially as a part-time going to school barista. So I have like real money for the first time in my entire life. And I literally don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to have to get that shit together at some point. Maybe you can make me a spreadsheet. (gasps) Abby, I would love that. Literally, uh, there's nothing I would, that sounds so fun. If you are comfortable with me knowing how much money you make and spend on things, I would adore that. I mean, I am totally fine with you knowing how much I make. Uh, the embarrassing part is how much I spend. I mean, Abby, I'll have you know, I I have a, a line item on my budget that is just coffee. Um, and I was showing it to Brandon and I was like, oh no. And he's like, what? I was like, well, okay. So I did the math and that's 10 coffee dates a month. I need more. And so my budget, yeah. my coffee budget monthly is $70. <laughs> yeah. All of my, all of my coworkers right now, all of us are kind of like in the same boat trying to like save some money. Cause there's a Dutch bros in the parking lot of our work. So it's so easy to just like walk into the parking lot and get coffee. Um, and we, we used to do that, like, like probably two or three times a week. And we've been actually making coffee in the office because not only do we have a coffee pot, we also have a Keurig and none of us ever used it until recently. And now Brilliant. we like, now we brew like three pots of coffee a day. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so proud of us, Abby. We're killing it. We are killing it. My only, if any of you need financial advice for making a budget, the only thing, something I learned, I realized today 
making a good budget is not about being hard on yourself for how much you spend on things. It's about being honest with yourself about how much you spend on them. Like that is good advice. Being honest with myself about the fact that when I'm happiest, that means I'm able to buy new books sometimes. And so I'm going to (laughs) budget out money for that has been really more effective than being like, I will only spend $20 this week. Yeah. I don't know. That's my, (laughs) you came to a movie podcast and you got half-assed financial advice. That's embarrassing (laughs) of me. (laughs) I wouldn't consider it half-assed. I actually think that that's really good financial advice. I also got, um, really good, like weirdly good advice that's stuck with me, um, from one of my coworkers the other day. Uh, one, one of my goals this year is to be able to move in with my boyfriend. Um, like that's kind of what we're working towards. And our coworker the other day was like, by the way, the first like six months of living with each other are going to be the worst part of your relationship that you've ever experienced. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, somebody just being honest about that and not like hiding the fact that it actually is kind of shitty to like try and mesh your lives together and it like doesn't go well all the time is really nice for somebody to just be honest and not be like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm so happy I live with my partner now. Yeah. I love that. This has been a really good episode. I agree. I'm like, this is an episode that I'm, I'm like really proud of, even though we put, we put zero planning into it. We were just, We, uh, we logged into zoom. We logged into Zoom. Uh, my boyfriend set up a microphone for me, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I like that we're becoming humans, even when we're on the internet. Yeah, I think I think that's really important to display our humanity to the audience, as yep. well as our our limitless knowledge. <laughs> of, yes, we are unbound, <laughs> like Abby's planner. I'm so excited for that planner. <laughs> Do we have any closing words, final things to say? Man, I don't know. What's, what's like a, I want to ask you, we've been talking about um, like mommy business and mommy pod business, but like, what's a, let, what's a, a weird goal for you have that you have for the next year? You know, like what's something that, that you wouldn't normally tell people is a new year's resolution, but like in your brain, you're like this year, I'm going to do this. Oh my gosh, Abby, this is, oh my God, all my answers are so freaking random. <laughs> um, I want to, okay, I really want to get a massage. <laughs> Ooh. Like, I just, I want to start spending some money on like taking just kind of pampering myself and like I want to get a massage I want to try waxing my legs too interesting Um, this these goals both play into a bigger goal which is that I really want to do a sprint triathlon but that's um that's more of like a that's a very new year's resolution-y goal yeah the less one the, the one is like more so I just want to spend the time and the money to like pamper myself and like go get my nails done and like um, just kind of let myself have the finer things. <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've been, I've worked myself through college and I've worked really hard to get to where I am now. Um, and I'm not by any means taking my foot off the gas career wise. I think I just want to make sure I give myself like reward for how hard I've worked <laughs> yeah. um, and will be working, I guess. Massage. <laughs> I want to get a massage. How about you? Man. 
Man, I am consistently so amazed by how much our lives line up with each other because mine is <laughs> mine is kind of similar. Um, I've been a chronic nail biter my entire life. Uh, it's it's totally an anxiety ADHD thing, you know, like you gotta mm-hmm. you like fixate on stuff. But yeah. it I just my hands are destroyed and it's always like my fingers are, and it's always been like a really big insecurity of mine. And so I think one of the things I really want to do this year, um, I tried this year as well. Didn't really like, um, but I want to go get my nails done. Um, like like regularly, like every like three weeks or something like that every month, whatever. I don't actually know how long you're supposed to go in between (laughs) filling your nails, but, um, I got acrylics earlier this year. Fucking hated them. They looked so good. I fucking hated them. Um, (laughs) so I will be just like growing my natural nails out. I am right now, and they're actually like longer than they have been in a long time. So I'm really proud of myself for that because I have a nail appointment on Sunday to go get gel gel nails done. So yes, I can't wait to see pictures. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, and Chase is going with me. We're gonna get he doesn't know it yet, but we're getting matching nails. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and like another weird thing is I really want to, I really want to develop like a capsule wardrobe. If you've heard of that. Yes. Um, Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I, cause I buy so many clothes and I have so many clothes and I, but, and it's, it's mostly thrifted stuff just because I love being able to walk into a thrift store and only spend $50 and walk out with like 10 to 12 things. Yes. Um, but like, I really need to chill the fuck out and like only buy stuff that I'm actually going to wear. And I'm, I'm coming to the realization that I love jumpsuits and I love overalls. And, um, I just want to like start buying stuff that is like essential to my look and create my look. And like, that Mm -hmm. is it. That is my look you know? Uh, like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm here's I'm to also character really growth. Here is to character growth. And you know what? It would be nice to get my degree this, this year as well in 2022, because this is my intended graduation year was uh, spring of 2022, but uh fall would also be fine. Um, but that's also not something that I am putting any pressure on myself to do. Uh, that's something that I need to do in my own time as needed, uh, day to day or a month by month. Um, so that's my like kind of goal, but yeah. I'm, I, it's not something that I'm like really, really pressuring myself to do. I'm trying to be gentle with myself about academics. I'm so, I need to take a page out of your book. I'm so proud of you on that. Dude, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of how far we've come. This is such a fucking good episode. Just like a recap yeah. of our year. It's like a perfect New Year's episode. Yes. Yeah. Hey, should we end it with a toast? Yes. I just have, okay. I just have my hydro flask, but <laughs> I have um, an empty wine glass. I love that. Okay. This is a toast. I'll make the first one. Cause I want to, <laughs> and I'm a Virgo. <laughs> um, this is a toast to Abby. And to friendship, to Linda Cardellini, to everything in between, and to taking the time to pamper ourselves and take the foot off our brakes so we can grow instead of pushing forward and exhausting ourselves. That's Yay. my toast. Yay. Cheers. Um, my toast. This is a toast to to Grace, um, to 
all of my friends to spending more time with friends and to being gentle with yourself. That is what I'm posting. (laughs) Yay. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It's 7.15 p.m. in still in 2021. But, we'll uh, see you we'll on the other side. See you on the other side. As my dad would say, <laughs> see you <laughs> next year. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> <laughs>